planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome, everybody. Hope everyone is having a great week. Again, it's so exciting to be here on the Voice America Business Channel after we made the move from the Influencer Channel a little over a month ago. Hard to believe how fast time goes. Again, we want to welcome all the new listeners to Sustainable Success. Now we're going on now over officially six years with the show. And we want to thank each and every one of you for being part of the growth. Again, we are committed to your success personally, both uh, also in business and helping you to scale to the next level. That means that we bring in subject matter experts each and every week to share their words of wisdom, personal insights, and their experience to help elevate your personal success and business to the next level. We encourage everyone that's been a regular listener, again, to share the show with others. Again, giving that gift in terms of the content that is provided each and every week to help move you forward. Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing alumni together from all different generational types, an opportunity to meet also new people for the first time. And they also have a new athletes corner. Yes, this is an opportunity for you uh, athletes that are retiring from your professional sport, going into everyday life, a chance now to meet with others where you can make uh, uh, bonding relationships to help move your career and your personal success forward. Feel free to check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Again, this is a new platform, unlike regular social media, where now you can generate authentic and genuine uh, connections. Feel free to, again, check them out at alumnidirect.com. Well, we got a great show for you today. I am so excited. We're going to be talking about the remix. And, you know, Jade Simmons is an unexpected phenomenon who remixed the way things were done in both classical music and professional speaking industries. Now she's remixing purpose by bringing us a brand new life-altering understanding of what purpose truly is and how it really works. It's a definition that's been changing lives uh, at first hearing since she first said out loud almost eight years ago. People have left their jobs, changed careers, started new businesses and ministries, and taking other big and bold steps. And before we introduce Jade, I want to give a little bit more information about her. She's a creator of a transformational experience designed to activate audiences into becoming the biggest, boldest versions of themselves. The world-class concert artist and author is also the CEO of Jade Media Global, a revolutionary live experience and content distribution company specializing in 360-degree personal development and strategic transformation. Consistently named one of the best keynote speakers, her dazzling high-impact presentations are fast becoming the go-to fuel for world's superlative brands and organizations from finance to biotech, healthcare, communications, education, energy, and beyond. Nicknamed classical music's number one maverick, her electrifying jet genre-bending concert adventures span classical all the way to rap including virtuoso storytelling, oncoming insights, and boundless inspiration. I could keep going on and on and <laughs> get to know her here. Without further ado, we welcome Jade Simmons to the show. Jade, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me, Chris. It is a pleasure. I am so excited. So 
you know, we we that introduction. I mean, about the remix, remix. I mean, I mean, so many things have changed over the last couple of years. I mean, obviously, COVID played a big part in that. You know, people that have you know were working in you know, high profile jobs, making lots of money. You know, going into the city every day. Now, all of a sudden, changed for whatever reason. Yeah. Can you share some insights from? your observations, perspectives, personal experience about what the remix is. Yeah, you know, I should I should first give a disclaimer and say that I am probably at least slightly addicted to change. Um, I'm one of the, the rare wow, ones- Wow, that's rare. Right, who <laughs> love it. And I get more anxious if I haven't changed in a while, you know, if I haven't, if I haven't had to include change in what I'm doing. Uh, so when things stay the same for too long, I get really suspicious. So um, even these, these eras in time, right, that feel like these great disruptions, my default mode of operation, and, and you'll know this as a mindset expert, is that I, I tend to see the opportunity in the disruption more than I see the cons, so to speak. Uh, and so what I didn't know, though, is that this understanding of purpose that I had would be so disruptive. It was disruptive for me. I should have suspected. But uh, basically, when I was in the middle of living my career, living the dream as a concert pianist, doing exactly what I said I wanted to do, um, I sort of had this big epiphany that we'll get to about purpose. But what I'm noticing is that this concept of remixing has to become something that we intentionally do to ourselves whenever we get the opportunity. Um, and something else I think you can relate to, I believe you always do it with intention. You don't change just for the sake of change, right? You, it's not about breaking a thing just because you feel destructive. It's really about changing and reinventing and evolving in the name of greater impact, greater influence and greater development um, as individuals as well. Wow. I love that word you just said, intention, because yeah. a lot of times people hear that word intention, and but did they really know what it means? Like, Because when I think of intention, I think of, I can control my intentions. I can control what I'm going to say, how I'm going to hear something. I can control my behavior, my attitude. It's happening for me, not to me. I can, I can control my emotions and how I respond versus react to situations okay. and people and my action. That, like I said, would that would you say that the intentions are the catalyst for change? That when when we because you talked about being addicted to change and you do yeah. it quite often, would that be be something that people if they're hearing that word that plays a big part in it? Yeah, I mean, I think the other word that you said is control. We want so much of it, but the truth is, there's not a lot. Yes. <laughs> <That> control, <laughs> nevertheless, you actually gave us a very long list of things that we can control. And the through theme there is that they have to do with us, right? Yeah. How we respond, how we react. And I think intention is huge because it sort of gives us the standard to work from. Um, one of the things I always, with, with my husband, we've been together since we were, we're high school sweethearts. So we've known oh, each other. That's wonderful. 15. It is wonderful, but you know, you, you really get to know each other. And, yeah. and uh, what, what we often say, if, if we're having any kind of disagreement, I always ask myself, okay, Jade, what is it you really want? Right? Do you just want to be right? Which, which is not going to happen most likely with my husband because he probably wants to be right too. Right? So if we're both just wanting to be right, your disagreement can go on forever. 
or do you want resolution? Do you want peace? Do you want information? And so with, with women uh, and men that I coach, that's always the question is, what is it that you're really intending? And is, is the way you're behaving going to get you to that outcome, get you to that intention? And I'll tell you what, it shaves off a lot of time, a lot of delay, a lot of distress when you can really keep clear on intention. And you can apply that to just about anything we do in life um, you know, from raising our families, what's the intention, right? That'll determine the types of debates and discussions you get into with your teenagers, right? What's the intention of this thing here? But you're right, intention really uh, becomes this wonderful compass when we have one. So that must mean that the opposite is also true, right? Yeah, absolutely. So what would you say, like, when it comes to remixing your life or making those changes that are necessary? Like you said, change is inevitable it's going to happen with or without you and, and right. you mentioned we are only in control of so many things and i've learned over the hard way because i was a control freak that tried to control the control i couldn't control i and did I, I feel you <laughs> and i was like always angry and always ah. seeing life happening to me i was the victim mm -hmm. but i had to change the way i look so what what are some tips that you could share with people listening, because they could be at various levels of their career, their business, they're maybe making a, a change in their relationships or their well-being, whatever that may be. You know, in this season, I'm focusing on this idea of remixing the understanding of purpose. We talk about intentionality. I, I think yeah. one of the big mindset shifts is first this idea that um, you got to go out and find purpose. I don't believe that that's true. And I think that is at the root of a lot of the... Um, unrest that people feel in their lives, a lot of the disappointment. And I think that's because we've thought purpose is the thing that we do, right? Well, my purpose is to be a piano, my purpose is to be a speaker or to be an author. And then what happens when you don't do those things anymore? Did you lose purpose? Or if you think your purpose is to be a parent, well, what happens when the parent, when the kid moves out, right? Did purpose move out? No. And so I think that first mindset shift is understanding that purpose is not caught up in the thing you do. I believe that purpose is the thing that happens in others when you do what you do. Oh, yeah. Now, that shift, when you get that, what we just did was free purpose to go wherever we go. So you might be in your dream job and you get fired from it. It gets eliminated. The company is dissolved. Does that mean your purpose was? Nope. Purpose gets to come right along with you and ride itself out in the next purpose vehicle. So to really distill that purpose is that special outbreak effect that only Chris Salem has on the people that are connected to you. Yeah. We might do similar things. We both speak, we both motivate most likely, we both inspire, but there's a certain DNA in the way that I inspire that's different than yours. There's a certain uh, essence in what happens in the people you inspire that's different than what happens in the people that I inspire. And that Absolutely. little ingredient, ingredient, huge ingredient, gets to go with us wherever, no matter what we're doing. I love that, what you said, because like you said, people get so angsty, they're fi finding their purpose or, and this is where I guess where people get distracted by shiny objects and start thinking that, well, there's, that's what, a, instead of I just- I gotta go do that thing. Yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of just getting, going within, going within and knowing that, per like you said, that purpose isn't tied, it, that purpose isn't, isn't attached to something. It's, it's, it's just, it's your beingness. It, it, it's it. going to flow- 
to a, you know, it's like a book. Okay. You're on chapter one and two, maybe for this part of your life. Now you're off to chapter three and four. Now it's this. There we go. (laughs) There we, you know, in the, in the book, um, it's called Purpose the Remix, a mind-blowing re-understanding of purpose and how it works. And the whole second half of the book, you know, we spend the first half helping you sort of decode. And like you said, it's within. It's literally, I say that in the book, I believe purpose has been with you since the since before you were born. And what I think is so as exciting is when you start this journey of uncovering purpose, not discovering, uncovering, it's really a backwards journey first. And you get to see there is a theme to how you You've been influencing, impacting, whether you've been meaning to or doing it with intention, you've been having an impact. Uh, so I have, I have a friend who has been labeled often as hypercritical and uh, she'll get an environment and she will spot a thing that's out of place. I mean, it's awful taking her out to eat because I'm telling you the wait staff, the, the logistics, all of it's going to be under critique within the first five minutes. And I remember saying to her, you know, there's a gift in there. The gift is that you have an eye for when a standard is not being met. The onus now on you will be, can we change the way we deliver that outbreak so that people begin to get excited about the fact that, wow, when this person is present, they spot the things the rest of us have missed. They have the gifting and ability to help us raise the standard and probably have a higher level of result than we would if we'd continue to ignore or miss those things. But then the onus, and you look at her life, she's been that person for as long as she can remember. But how we are received has to do with how we express that gift. So no matter what job she has, she's always going to have that you know, spidey sense of who's exactly. below par, right? But now we get to explore how do we um, play that out. And uh, to your original uh, statement, you were talking about purpose being in the being. Uh, there's a chapter in the book where I differentiate between passion, purpose, destiny, and calling. I think we wrongly interchange those words. They're four very different things. And purpose to me is how you be right you know passion is the fuel that helps you live in purpose but purpose really is broken down into who you are and how you express that thing that is in you which is uniquely designed to impact others purpose will always be attached to uh, other people always 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 yeah and it's great when 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 we have that clarity and that you know about it uh, that self-awareness that if we can do that and how that feeds off of one another for the bigger a bigger purpose in this yeah. case if it's a team if it's a a company if it's uh you know some kind of project cause movement whatever that may be like what like what just all that energy and that purpose coming together what it can do to yeah. uh make make a difference oh, That's right. there's it. a focus right there's a yeah. focus that comes from it and I talk about that in the book that once you know what purpose is it will dictate, it will begin to dictate for you a lot of your decisions. You know, I play the piano, majored in piano. I can play a mean Beethoven. But when somebody calls our company and says, can she just come sit down, shut up and play the piano? We always say no, because this is a gifting and a skill, but it's not purpose. Purpose is the activation that happens in my audience, whether I'm speaking, performing, preaching, writing. And if if the event doesn't allow me to activate in those other ways, we say no to it because I don't want to be limited only to this one display. 
know, I spent a long time doing only the thing. Um, but it was when I unleashed those other gifts that I really was able to tap into purpose. It, it's so, it's, and, you know, it's just uh, so ironic. I was just with a client today and he's moving, you know, he, he had been in, he'd been a, a, a CPA, successful CPA mm-hmm. for so many years. And he's going through a major transition in his life, yeah. a divorce, you know, deciding upon like he really wants to step up to be a dad because he's got a, I think he's got two, yeah, he's got two special need kids. Wow. And he wants to get into something where really what he really loves to do, but had that hard time walking away from what he knew because it pays the bills. But like you said, the purpose is still, it can be, it can go, it, he doesn't understand yet that it could go from there to something else. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I know we have a, a break coming up. So I'll save yeah. the bulk of that answer on the other side, because it's usually what we see is that people are trapped in this really it's it's not a real place it's it's mostly up here thinking i either can do the thing i feel built and called to do or i can do the thing i have to do and i believe that purpose comes to free us from a place of obligation so that we can live in this place of really having the outbreak effect we're called to have we can talk Uh, absolutely absolutely well i know you're going to be sharing a lot of great insights uh in the second segment of the show from the book what are but before we we go into that because we, when we go out, come after the break anything else like you want to kind of kind of summarize what you've shared so far or any other insights to what you were talking on to kind of take us out to the break yeah I'd ask people who are listening in to really start thinking about how you might have been sticking your purpose into this little box of the one thing you do or the job you have purpose is bigger than profession. It's bigger than industry, it's bigger than title, and it's bigger than role, and it's even bigger than passion and talent. Purpose is really the essence of who you are and how you're called to have an effect. So meditate on that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this is this is great information that you're sharing. And I, you know, I, I could say that, you know, one of the things I'm learning, you know, that I, I was, you know, early on my first 31 years of my life, I I had so much resistance to change. Mm-hmm. It was very hard for me to do that. Just due to the fact that I had so many unresolved limiting beliefs growing up in a co- in, in a dysfunctional codependent home. But now when I went through this hard work and I, you know, in the last 26 years, how my life went from that to being interdependent. And now I don't feel like I have to control anything other than just my communication, my behavior, my attitude, my emotions. In my action, that's all I got to do, <laughs> and that's enough, right? <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> I said that's five things. Got it. Before it used to be hundreds of things that I, right. it would never work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I think that's the key focus, right? I think a lot of the solutions um, that are still sort of hemmed up inside of people looking to uncover purpose has to do with that release you're talking about. It's really an intense yeah. focus on the things that we have inside of us and that we're able to give to the world. And that takes pretty much a hundred percent of the energy that we have. Absolutely. Well, I know you got more to share about everybody. We got to go to break right now, but we got more to come with Jade Simmons. We are talking about the remix again, come back. We got more to come with Jade and there's some golden nuggets that she still has not yet talked to you about. <laughs> America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. What is balance? 
It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio. Voice America Business Network. listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're here with Jade Simmons. We're talking about The Remix. If you're just joining us again, we highly encourage you to listen to this show in its entirety here later today at the Voice America Business Channel, also on Apple uh, Podcast as well. Feel free to follow us there. We could also uh, listen to us on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, with the, uh, there you'll find many of our great guests that we had over the years sharing their words of wisdom and insights to take you and your business to the next level. So, Jade, you had shared so much valuable information in the first segment in regards to change in itself. So let's, uh, you know, if you can kind of like maybe go through some of the key points, I know in your book that if you like to share from your book and we'd like to have the listeners know about it, um, some of the things that, you know, what we can do in order to embrace this process. Yeah, and and process is the key word, right? And we talked during the break um, offline about process and how important it is. And what I want people to know is this process is actually easier than you think. I know okay. when we think of internal work, we think of really hard work. And what I love about purpose work is that more than anything, it's it's a curiosity that you have to bring to the table, but it really is revelatory on its own. And it starts a lot with asking questions. And I tell people that I'm working with, go back and ask the people who know you best. Questions like, why is it that you love me, right? If it's a spouse, no, for real, like what? what's the real reason you're still here? Because we know we all aren't that easy to live with, right? So what's the real reason there? Uh, for people who find that their friends tend to come to them, I always say, and tell them all their business, ask them, why do you come to me? Why is it that you trust me? Or what is the type of advice you're expecting me to give? Another question I ask with uh, speakers and coaches is what happens when I enter the equation for you? What what changes when I enter the room? And you'll start to hear simple things like, oh, the room lights up when you come in, right? Don't settle for that. What kind of light is it, right? What, what kind of light happens when I'm in the room? And what happens is you start hearing what your effect has always been. 
The worst thing you want to do, talk about perpetuating fraud factor and imposter syndrome, is to go out and pick a purpose or decide this is who I want to be. What you really want to do is to find out where who you have always been, how you have always been breaking out. And it's always so cool to hear people say, I had no idea people see me as courageous. Like I just, I'm just living my life, talking the way I talk. And for some reason, this theme of courage keeps coming up, right? Or people who thought of themselves as shy will find out that people really see them as bold because boldness is not about how loud we are. It's about how we behave over a consistent span of time. So when you think about the name of the show, even sustainable success, that's what purpose is. Purpose is sustainable. Passion isn't. Passion isn't. So I never tell people to follow their passion because passion's not was never designed to be a leader. Purpose can lead you. Passion can fuel you in purpose. Purpose is actually renewable. Every time you operate in it, it gives you energy back. It pays you back. I never feel I, like, lo I loved how you distinguished that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I never feel like that And here again, say yeah, that again. Yeah. <laughs> so purpose, I think of as a renew, it's renewable energy. Every time you operate in it, it regenerates. So I can be dead tired before I go on a stage, but as soon as I get out there and have that exchange, mind you, very intentional word of currency with my audience, when I'm done, I'm not exhausted. I feel spent, right? Money well spent, energy well transferred. They gave it back to me and how they received, I'm re-energized. Passion, listen, we can be passionate about something on a Monday, even a person on a Monday and by Wednesday, just don't feel it the same way, right? Because passion is a fuel that burns out. So when you talk about chasing the shiny object, well, I have a passion for this, or uh, I have a passion for this mission or this opportunity. In the book, in the beginning, I give you a, about six different characters. Um, they're fictional in some ways, and some of my family and friends will recognize themselves in other ways, but they're sort of an amalgamation of characters that represent how we miss purpose just a little bit. And there's one character who's very passionate about a lot of things. And so she will go gung-ho, after a thing and then six months later be like how did i get here what happened i no longer have a passion for it right so i talk about those differences so that we don't waste time chasing the wrong thing yeah i love that what you just yeah. shared so so important so important so what would you say like you know you know people that you know for the most part they're they they, they they're resisting change a yeah. lot of times but they're always looking to the outside they're always looking for something to make it easier to go if they know they know they got to change but they just have a hard time doing it and they're always looking to the outside now it's okay to look for resources like you how you share on this but they're but but they're oh then they bounce to something else and then yeah. something they're, but they're not going within what what is it with that that's probably holding people from going within i know what it was for me yeah. But I just yeah. wanted to share if you could bring that to light to the audience. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because it's a couple different problems sort of rolled into one there, isn't it? One is I really feel we've been conditioned to fear change. The yeah. irony is that change is the most organic thing we can do as literal human beings. You think about how fast we changed in the womb from day to day. I, it, nine months. We were. <laughs> exactly, right? From something you barely see to a full-blown human in nine months. So why would, when we get, when we're born, why would that rate of change 
slow down so exponentially. To me, that is our model that we are capable of very quick change. But over time, it's been taught, oh, change is hard. Everybody hates change. It's almost like we've got this universal belief that Mondays are bad, right? And we all start repeating that same thing. Nobody's allowed to say that in my home, by the way. Monday's like (laughs) my favorite day here. So first is letting go of this wrong uh, understanding that change is inherently bad. It's not. Um, change, even in its bad forms, always produces something good. You know, you look at just the horror that COVID was and the, and the, the life loss. That was the awful side of change. But you look at things that were instigated because of that season that we would never want to give back. You know, so change will always bring with it. I always say breakthrough and breakdown are two sides of the same coin. So almost as soon as something is going awesome and breaking through, I always say prepare and position for the things that need to be broken, shaken, uh, and you know, kind of shaken out so that you can actually handle the breakthrough. And then that other thing is how do you prepare for that? Well, whatever you're going after, I will tell you, will always require a new version of you to handle it. So if you need a threat, then understand this. If you really want to be able to handle the thing that you're going after, you've got to prepare in advance to be able to carry that thing. That preparation looks like the internal work you're talking about. I always say, who, what will future Jade need to do the thing that future Jade wants to do? How will she have to think differently? What new habits will she have to develop? And instead of waiting to become future Jade, what if I start that process on yeah, my Yeah, I love yeah. it. Well, you just said something like doing something different. Like, would it be, I, I know for me, like I do a daily routine every morning. Would it be like a daily routine, something you do that you know is going to fill your cup? When I say that, I mean that it's serving me because mm-hmm. then I can give something that I, if I can't give from an empty cup, but if I have my, fill my cup, I can give value. I can give yeah. my example. I could give from resources that could help somebody to change like I'm changing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you you got to have a regenerative routine. Even if it's not, you know, people like me who are chronic creatives, we we get a little bit of the hives when we hear things like routine and and yeah. schedule, right? Because we love Because you want to change it up. Yeah, I get it. I get it. it up, right? But but it's it's almost like whatever you are naturally, you must learn the skill of the opposite personality type. I think if you really want to be well-rounded and function at the highest levels um, of human existence, it's learning on purpose how to work both sides of that yeah. of ours, right? So I do have routine. And if it doesn't look exactly the same, there are certain things that must happen every day, even if they don't always happen at 9 a.m., right? And so some of it is building a muscle. You know, so for me, it's a 5 a.m. workout. I had to build that muscle. I never thought I'd be a 5 a.m. workout. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in that club. You're I'm there? Up at now, see, I could get up five. at five and do anything else. I could do my prayer time. I could write, but work, burpees at 5 a.m. made no <laughs> sense to me at all. But I'll tell you what happened, Chris. Talk about needing to change to get to a level. I had a certain fitness goal um, that I hadn't been hitting since I'd had my second child almost 10 years ago now. And I was getting tired of hearing the same excuses and seeing the same non-abs <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> and so I remember there was a gym across the street um, from where we live and they had either a 5 a.m., 5.45 a.m. class or a 6 p.m. So I was like, well, I guess I'm in the 6 p.m. Long story short, I went to that 6 p.m. class for about a month and I told my husband, ah, 
I don't think this gym is for me. They aren't very intense. I'm lifting the heaviest weights. Like I go and have to put the weights on heavier and the ladies talk the whole time. It's not my space and I was going to quit. But I was in the middle of a week where I wanted to get all days with a workout in it. On Friday, which was my last day, they only offered the morning classes. So in order to hit my little weekly goal, I had to finally you go to- had to, to go to the 545. Oh my gosh. Different, different like, crowd. <laughs> I mean, understatement of the millennium, Chris. Oh yeah. Different vibe, atmosphere. I was like, oh, you know, like, you know, the, the stories of going yeah, to- it, it, Am I in the right gym? Are you sure oh the my, gym? it felt different. Um, and here's what was wild. Some of the women were, many of them are older than I am but they were lifting heavier. They were going, I, I was blown away. In the 6 p.m., I was putting on a heavier weight. In this class, I'm like, oh, let's drop that about Yeah, 30. you're like, wait a minute, I'm not yeah. at the top here. <laughs> I, I was now at the bottom, which actually I love as a competitive person. And I recommitted, it's been, it'll be two years in November that I've been doing these 5 a.m. workouts. The only time I go back to the 6 p.m., I'm nursing a hip injury. I'll go there so that my brain doesn't trigger into overcompetitive mode and I yes. can it makes me kind of lean back. But my point is you don't know sometimes the change you how much you need the change until you make it. Yeah. I had stuck to my routine which was going to the 6 p.m. because it was convenient, that word, um and I hadn't disrupted myself. That's what the remix really is. It's a self-disruption first. If you feel you're called to disrupt your industry, heck, just to disrupt your own, um, you know, insanity, right? You got to disrupt yourself first. And so we talked about me being a bit of a unicorn in, in, in the industries I'm in, but it really came from a habit of self-disruption. Everything I did differently, I needed it for myself to feel fulfilled. Just so happened, oh my gosh, other audiences need this too, right? So you find yourself becoming extraordinarily necessary to a group of people who sometimes don't even know what they're looking for. So sometimes that disruption almost always will start with you. So pick a thing, as Chris was saying, pick a thing to disrupt, not just to put into a routine, but look at what part of your routine can you disrupt for the sake of greater good. I love it. I love it. And I love the <laughs> fact that, you know, again, you, 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 you know, here you had a disruption you know, that was now, now that you had no choice at this point, either no you choice. quit or you go to the 545 and you go and then it's just it was not what you assumed it to be oh it was like gosh. wow it was and you knew it you said it before i got there you already knew and that's the thing you have to surround yourself had we been friends you would have told me oh you know what you need to go to a morning class you would have said the atmosphere yeah. is different because see if you're not surrounding yourself with people who are already where you want to be living a certain way Sometimes you don't even know what you're missing out. And I have a really great circle of friends. Uh, and I look at the ones who are making the changes. A lot of them go to a 5 a.m. class somewhere else. You're, no, right? you're, you're exactly right. Because I, 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 I used to be an afternoon workout routine years ago. And then, yeah. then when I went started going in the morning years ago, like maybe about eight years ago, it's a big difference. It's like I see the focus. I see the dedication. There's less talking. There's more focus on what they got to do. Whereas, you know, like you said, 6 o'clock. 
it was like going to happy hour. In- <laughs> you know what? And I will say, in defense, because I, I feel like I'm sometimes hard on those ladies and I know them well now. But what I found out later, information is crucial, right? That 6 p.m. class was full of educators, teachers. Yeah. They were literally coming off of their day, which is rough. If you're in education, you know it's rough. Oh, yeah. And the gym for them was the place to decompress. So they were talking about their students, the parents. That's why they're still on that 12 pounder because they're not really, they're just kind of, now they maintain, they look the same, but they weren't changing. That morning crew was full of a lot of nurses who had morning schedules. They had to be up. They were going to a nine to five after the 5 a.m. At least I'm an entrepreneur. I had the luxury to come back home and do whatever I have to do. But that's the thing. You have to know what your goals are, right? I wanted a certain type of change. The environment I was in was nice, friendly, but it couldn't get me to where I needed to go. So I had to, we talk about being a victim. I couldn't blame it on the gym at that point. I had to find something else. And look at that, the same gym offered the solution I needed. That's fantastic. Like you yeah. said, it was like two different ecosystems going on. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was it was really powerful to see. And I think, you know, one of our big things with change, Chris, is we think that change is cheating on ourselves. Yeah. You know, I've worked really hard to get here. I've spent my entire first half of my life practicing piano. Am I really allowed to do something else? And the answer is yes. Everything you've done up until now is not a waste. It's all been positioning and preparation. Preparation. You, you get to take it with you. It's been expert level status to be where I am in the speaking world. I had to have clout coming from the industry I was in. I had to be excellent where I was from, but now that excellence differentiates me in the other industry. Absolutely. I was just one of a million other musicians where I was. So, and uh, like you said, you know, even though you made the, you know, you made the transition from being a classical musician. And that, you know, you've always been gifted at that. And now yeah. you brought this into the speaking world and other things that you're doing. You, you said the purpose di- didn't change. It didn't. I'm still activating audiences. And yeah. now it comes with me everywhere I go. Uh, <laughs> but that activation for me, it, it's in activating people to behave bigger and bolder than they did before. And I get to do that through music, speaking, ministry, writing, coaching, you name it. Those are the purpose vehicles. So I want your listeners to know uh, love there it. are lots of options where purpose is concerned. Well, this has been fabulous what you've been sharing. I know we got to go to break here very soon, but uh, everybody, you know, I hope that you're taking notes. Again, I, we highly encourage everyone that joined us either halfway in or been with us since the beginning to listen to this show in its entirety. There are so many golden nuggets that Jade has shared here. And there's a lot of aha moments, if you're not already having one already, to go back and listen to, where this could be a, a, a game changer in helping you to make a big shift or a change in your life, career, business, whatever that may be. So we highly encourage you to do that. Jade, I know you got more to share here in our third segment, but when we come right back, everybody, we got to go to break. Again, our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Again, check them out at alumnidirect.com. We'll be right back after the break. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back again. If you're just joining us here, we're talking about The Remix with Jade Simmons. Again, this has been a show of shows here already today. Again, we highly encourage everyone to listen to the show in its entirety. There is so much information here that is going to take your personal success, starting with you first and your business, whether if you're a solopreneur, you're working for a corporation or running uh, any type of organization, this is a game changer. So, uh, you know, Jade, you had talked about a lot about the purpose and how that purpose just adapts and flows from one thing in our lives to another, whether for in our career. Lead us through some of the things about the process of walking it out, walking us, walking us through that purpose to carry it out. Of course. You know, the reason I wrote the book was I needed to have accountability and take ownership over this concept. So you said it in the intro. I said this thing on stage, right? Your purpose is not the thing you do. And I'm a dramatic creative speaker. It's like drum roll. Your purpose is the thing that happens in others when you do what you do. And there's always this, you know, the air goes out of the room and we would get these emails and DMs for the next couple of weeks. I quit my job after what you said. I launched a business after what you said. I left the relationship. We were like, oh crap, people are really listening to this thing and it's unleashing them. And so eight years later, I'm writing the book because I knew we needed to fill that understanding out. So when you talk about that feeling people were having was a freedom. Oh my gosh, you mean I don't have to stay in whatever this position is that doesn't feel like freedom, right? I mean, people who understand addiction know that feeling like, what? I get to <laughs> I get to leave this thing? Because we start to think it's where we have to stay. So one of the things you'll have to do when you finally begin to uncover purpose, which is that breakout effect you have on others, you're going to have to choose it over and over and over. 
I am called the people who are in the middle of transition. So people find me usually uh, a divorce after many years or leaving a company after a long time or going out on their own. They're about to transition, but they need that push to take the, the big leap. And I say the, the biggest thing you're gonna have to do is continually choose purpose over obligation. That's yeah. a hard one, right? Because that's a big thing there. Yeah, that's a hard one. And it sounds easier said than done. So let can me you explain. Can you go through that again? The difference between the purpose over obligation, because yeah. a lot of times people people's obligations just hold them back from that purpose. Like we're trying yeah. to always keep, you know, without doing this consciously. Yeah, and I, and I don't mean it to be flippant, right? We have yeah. obligations, especially those of us. We say, well, I'm married. I can't just, you know, I got a family who's depending on me. I can't just launch the motorcycle business tomorrow because I want to, right? Listen, I didn't say you choose purpose without planning. I didn't say you don't choose it without strategy, but you must choose it. So you might choose it on Monday, but you might not get to really live it out until Friday. That's okay, but the choice is what's crucial. That obligation thing, here's what's tricky about this it sort of feels good. We sort of feel really responsible. We feel like adults and I, and then we feel like martyrs or we feel like victims yeah. or like superheroes, right? Yeah. So we kind of keep choosing obligation. Also because it's familiar, I know how to do it. Purpose will almost always require a stretch. Even though it's very organic to you, usually the next thing it calls you to do says, I dare you to stretch into this thing. I dare you to stretch into that thing. Yeah. And so you, you, after you choose it, you want to continue to say yes to it. I always tell the people I coach yes to the stretch. Uh, and then you have to allow purpose to dictate the decisions you make. They tell you what to say yes to. Purpose will tell you what to say yes and what to say no to. When you discover what purpose is, you can't keep saying yes to things that don't have purpose in it. Even if they look good, feel good, sound good, uh, or make you look good, right? So uh, purpose has to be protected after it's chosen. It has to be protected from purpose snatchers. Uh, obligation is a big one, but people are too. Uh, right. You know, it's hard. You're in relationships with people who love you and they kind of like you how you are. Talk about change. They don't want you to change. And so a lot of our onus will be in teaching the ones we love about the purpose revelation we're having. You know, look, Chris, I'm I'm realizing this about myself. I've always felt called to do this. I'd like to lean into this. Can we talk about what that looks like? Right. Yeah. So, you know, bringing the family and, and the loved ones along with you for the journey versus just sequestering and you know going maverick on your own and making a leap that nobody understands. But teaching the people you love through that process is important. No, it's so, so true. So, so true. So what would be like, if you, like you shared some examples there, what would be like the, for like any things to, you know, to kind of help people move towards that problem? What would be that first step or something like that you could share? Because that's yeah. always the hardest, that's always the hardest part. <laughs> I, it is hard. And, I, and, and my specialty is, is <laughs> in helping you pretend, to stop pretending you don't know the answer you already know. That's yeah, exactly. Usually people who come to me, when they say, I don't know, I'm like, ah, I call BS. Let's back yeah, up. Oh, yeah. You probably do know, but there's a reason you haven't moved on what you don't, what you do know. No. And that's where we start is let's talk about what the fear is um, and let's see if it's a real fear, uh, if it's rational, if it's imagined, if it's, you know, if it's, um, is it really likely to happen? And at the end of the day, if you're working with me, I ask you, is it life or death? Like, are you going to die? 
And if the answer is no, you're not going to die, then I'm probably going to make you do it, right? It's now, <laughs> just like the word you said before, it's time to stretch. <laughs> it's time to stretch. And, you know, and, and I want to give, I want to give credence to how most people feel when we talk about not wanting change. Even the body is wired for comfort, right? So you think about building a muscle. The muscle's not actually getting built until something's been ripped, right? I mean, literally, that's what ripped means. You got to break it down to build it up. <laughs> it has to, but it doesn't feel good. And you you wake up, you can barely walk, and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. It doesn't feel good, but it's actually really good as long as it's not an injury, right? It's really good. Uh, so I will say, listen, you're human if you would prefer to stay in a comfort zone. That's human. It's protection. But what I like to challenge people, I always call it good pressure. You know, there are voids that are literally going unfilled today because of people who are constantly choosing obligation over purpose. Um, case in point, the work I do today, um, I'm proud to say we know it's life altering work. We know the books we write change lives. We know the coaching we do changes lives. We've seen it. We've seen people up level their careers, their relationships because of the work that I do in my company, J Media Global. But get this, if I had just stuck to my training and my gift as a pianist, you and I would not be talking today unless you had a show on classical music. On classical music, yeah. <laughs> and, and so when you think about, and it's not bad, right? I spent a lot of time, money yeah. on this thing and it opened a lot of doors in one direction. But this understanding that, oh, I can pick my purpose up out of this instrument and carry it with me to other places is the reason that my impact is probably 10 times greater than it would have been as a concert pianist. Does that yeah. mean that all concert pianists are supposed to be speakers? Probably not. But I do challenge most artists that I meet to ask, what else is your art supposed to be helping you serve? Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, sometimes, again, the message that that purpose is calling out, not only to yourself, because, you, you know, it's not like your purpose has to be validated by any anybody or anything, right. but it's just knowing that when it does go out and it inspires, it may not be now, in your case, it wasn't through the classical music any longer. It was now through your spoken word. Yeah and other things in your coaching and stuff and like that. And it's the and, right? For me, it was always, as a kid, I could never choose one thing. And people yeah. used to tell me, if you don't choose, you're going to be a, what is it? Jack of all trades and master. <laughs> and it's funny that the success I've had has come from the not choosing one thing, except choosing purpose, right? That's the one thing big, that I- Well, there, there's a big difference there. That's what it, can you, can you hone in on that a little yeah, bit more? Yeah, yeah. So again, talking about choosing one activity. Yes. Because then that's the doing again. It was about choosing the one purpose. I do believe that purpose stays the same, even though it evolves with you. The core of it stays the same. I can find the through thread that there was boldness uh, and big behavior. That's always how I've behaved and it's always how I've challenged others to behave. Now I intentionally go to audiences and know. I mean, the knowing that purpose gives you, I must be in a room where people are behaving small because my purpose is to activate them into being bigger. So I now can never be in the wrong place at the wrong time doing the wrong thing. I know exactly what to do and I can assume who that audience is and what they need based on, I know that I'm supposed to be in this place. So it's not that you have to choose my multifaceted, multi-passionate people listening. It's not that you have to choose one thing. Now, I'm not telling you you don't have to be focused, you don't have to be strategic, you don't have to be um, responsible, you do. But the one thing that you choose is purpose. Put energy into uncovering purpose, that will begin to tell you 
what kind of highway you get to build. I always yeah. say I don't do lanes. Like, don't tell me to stay in my lane. If you if you really want to get me worked up, tell me to stay in my lane. You don't have to stay in your lane. I believe that there are whole highways built for us. And oh, yeah. Life, there's there, there's some, some places, there's five lanes on the highway to get That's you to the right. same place. That's <laughs> right. So, uh, and it's going in the same direction. That direction is purpose. Wow. Yeah. I love how you distinguish that, that again, for those, you know, that maybe have, you know, maybe did one thing. Now they're on to another thing that and somebody could be judging them and saying, well, that's why, you know, you keep bouncing from here to there. And right. But but again, if the purpose is, if you are in alignment with the purpose and that is truly what you're on that course, yeah. then it, it doesn't matter if you were doing that, this. It's, no. it's still, and the yeah. focus, there will be the focus there when you ask about that, that next step. One of the things I always say to listen for, feel for is, has the grace left you where you are? People are wondering, is it time for me to go? Because purpose isn't always about a leap out. Sometimes it's about an investment deeper into where you are. You can be in a place that doesn't feel like a dream job or dream career and still operate in really powerful purpose once you understand how you are and how you are designed to behave, right? So purpose doesn't always mean I'm gonna quit something, leave something and burn something to the ground. Sometimes purpose gives you new eyes to see where you are yeah differently and i think that's that's what's really powerful but you want to always check for when the grace has lifted when things that were always easy suddenly become hard when you uh inexplicably lose the passion or lose the connection to something you've always been doing don't ignore that don't bat that away that's what a lot of people do they live and die and never explore that feeling or that thing or that feeling ask questions of the people who know you about the effect you've always had and then practice it out so when you discover you're an, you activate people into behaving big and bold, try it out in the grocery store, try it oh, out at the gym, it. right? Wherever you go, practice it and you'll start to see, oh my God, this thing works everywhere yeah. I go. <laughs> well, yeah. Jay, this has been incredible today. I, 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 I can't, this has been, like I said, one of the best shows that we've had in a long, long time. And that's not undermining any of the other guests we've had. We, they've been wonderful. We got less than two minutes to, to the end of the show. I want to make sure that people on the show get to know you, what you're up to, anything yeah. about the book, where to find it, anything you'd like to share in the next minute and a half. Of course. Thank you so much for letting me talk about the book is Purpose the Remix. You can learn more at PurposeTheRemix.com. There's an audiobook version because uh, I love to read it with energy. And so you can hear my intent in my voice. Uh, ebook as well. You can find it on Amazon and, and wherever books are sold. Also go to JadeSimmons.com. That's the home uh, for my activities there. We're launching. Get this, Chris. Unfortunately, you can't do it, but some of your listeners will. It's called- Oh, but by all means, we want them to take advantage of it. <laughs> it's not, it's called hot girls summer school oh, yeah. well, yeah, tell, so, i'll share it with my wife <laughs> please do we are redefining what it means to be hot in this season we're talking about incredibly intense internal work emotionally spiritually personally professionally and even physically so that you can live a life on fire you'll learn more at jadesimmons.com and you can play around on that website get some inspirational video you'll see my social media handles there as well i am in the business of transformation and i I don't have a better day than those days when I see people that we're working with really uncover who they are and what they're called to do. And I get to see them go after it. That's the highlight of my life. Love it. Yeah. Jade, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us here. 
Uh, me personally and the, and the producers here at, Vo at Voice America Business Channel and Sustainable Success, again, extend our gratitude for you being here today, sharing your words of wisdom. Thank you for sharing your platform with me. I appreciate it. Thank you. And we want to thank you listeners each and every week joining us here at Sustainable Success. We encourage you again to listen to this show in its entirety. It will be available again here later today and to listen to at any time on demand. And if you have any questions for Jade, feel free to reach out to her. You could also reach out to us. We'll make sure she gets the message. And again, any kind of input or new insights you would like to see on our show, reach out to us at Chris at ChristopherSalem.com or Chris at SustainableSuccess.net. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week.